Welcome to Pushing Through. I'm Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, in December, we talked about a deal, the only deal that we saw on the table for Sir Ben Simmons. And here we are, a deal is done. Ben mm. Simmons for James Harden. That's the top-level conversation. Mm. That is the headline of the day. We're going to talk about all the trade deadline stuff as we get through this episode. But first and foremost, BJ, you saw the deal. You were like, you know, you saw into the future, and this happened before the deadline. Ben Simmons for James Harden. The big deal is done. What do we see? What is our first reaction when this gets done? Well, you know, Tate, we, we talked about this, right? And I say we talked about it. And fuck. when we talked about it, I think a I lot have of people un- I have an unfair advantage as an agent. I have an unfair advantage, right? Yes. So I'm going to give an advantage. I can look at the actual books and the salary cap and the sheets and all of these things. When all of this shakes out, rumors and the animation and all of this stuff in which, you know, you know what I, you know what I refer to this business as, Showtime. Yeah, we like, right? we like the show, so we're enjoying the show. Yeah, Stephen so A. Smith is probably our, our favorite actor. Hey, whoever's, <laughs> wherever you get your news, that's between, that's, that's, he's my favorite of, if, of all the, of all the actors. If you come to pushing through, I just try to cut through the notes. Yes. You know me, Tate, you know my motto, I stay in between the lines. When you're going to make a deal, there's a financial ramification of what needs to happen. Yep. And it was obvious to me there are only a couple of choices. And the lingo behind the scenes, which you don't hear on television or podcasts here, but you want to get it here, here, uh, pushing through the podcast, disgruntled stars or disgruntled talented players is a real thing. Yes. And that's what the executives are looking for. And you have to match up the, 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 the economics of the deal in order for a deal to happen. When it was all said and done, the only deal I could see out there on the horizon was Ben Simmons for James Harden. Mm. That was the only deal. Why? Because it matched up. But more importantly, it was a deal that could you, – you could, you, could, you could sell the deal to each other. He could help them on paper – James Harden could help them on paper. It seemed like a swap and, just made for each and other. And then and then the deal, when you make a deal like this, Tate, again, I don't want to give away too many of the secrets, but let's pull the curtain back. When you make a deal like this, the owners have to make the deal. Yes, we talked about that in the last episode. You said okay. it's if the GMs are talking, fine, but once the owners actually get on the it phone, that's when the real deal will happen. And the last thing, Tate, our audience should know. Deals only get done at the eleventh hour. Yes. A, a deal Wo- of that Woj, magnitude Woj is not going to get ESPN done. ESPN yesterday and said that these teams were not talking to each other. <laughs> this and, is and, yesterday. And, okay. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know, Tate, don't, don't ever. And I, I'm sharing this with you and to our younger mm. audience. Don't ever go to a negotiating table without any leverage. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Woj, who Woj is the best, yes, at what he does. He's the one that broke this Woj bomb. To protect everyone, that was a brilliant statement, and here's why. Of course, they're talking. If you're not talking, if Sean Marks isn't talking to the other 29 teams in the league, he's not doing his job. Yes. And if Daryl Morey isn't talking, he's not doing his job. But here's the deal. Once you know what the deal is, 
you better get as much leverage as you can before you get to that. Before you get before that, you get to, to the actual call. conversation. And yes. Woj knew that and was saying, "Okay, no, because he if he says he knows they're talking." Who is he talking to? Is he just talking to Brooklyn and hearing their side of the story? Or is he just talking to Philly? Mm-hmm. But when it all came down, Woj was the one who laid out the deal. Because let those guys at that level do what they got to do. And then when y'all get done doing the small talk, and I respect that. And that's what you saw happen. So I respect the fact that the deal got done. Something had to get done, and I want to say this for Brooklyn. Brooklyn was put in a very difficult situation, and they made the best of a situation. Mm-hmm. So I want to shout out to Sean Marks. He did what he had to do. He, I thought he did a, a, a more than admirable job of what he did and what he was able to get in the deal. I thought he got some good players in the deal. And on paper, it looks great. Yeah. And then on the other hand, Philly did what they had to do to get the deal done. And now let's see what happens once the game starts. Well, right? Yeah, I think you made a great point when you peel back the curtain a little bit. And that, you know, kind of when people look back on this, I've seen a lot of people say, well, Steve Nash said that he wasn't going to get traded. And as we said on the show, of course, what else is he going to say? Is he going to say at the press conference, yes, we're going to trade James Harden. So that's knock that aside. And then also yesterday people were saying, well, how is Windhorse saying that they are talking, but Woj is saying they aren't, which you just explained, you know, eloquently, which is basically, yeah, of course they're talking, which is why Windhorse is saying they are talking, but also Woj is saying at a high level, I'm letting them get the deal points together before I report that they have anything. Yeah, done. because because exactly. I mean, and you know, there's rules to yes. this. There's rules to this. Okay, and what you're what you're seeing now, ladies and gentlemen, what you're seeing now is things are playing out in real time because of social media. Okay, what you're saying now, there used to be a time if a reporter called you, you would say. Hey, give me some time. I can't share yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't share anything with you. But you you can't just lie to people now because people are reporting things to millions and millions of people in real time. Mm-hmm. But when you know something is happening and you know a deal is coming down, you have to re, you have to protect all why? Because let me tell you something. I've been in enough deals to know this. When you go through a negotiation like this at this level with elite players, there are moments where you think yeah, maybe a deal gets done. And then in an instant, this deal will never get done. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, maybe it's back on the table. And then you're arguing with the other person and you you won't call the person for 30 minutes or whatever the case, 30 days. And then suddenly, somehow, some way, the deal gets back, gets stirred back up, and then you're talking again. There's so much that goes on to doing a deal. And this is why I respect how it was reported especially from Woj, is because of course they were talking. Yeah. That's their job. Yeah. Like, but, but like I say this all the time. I only have 30 people I, I need to talk to. <laughs> okay. I, I got, I got 30 people I need to talk to 30 people. And those are the owners in this league because they are, that's the last step. They're the ultimate decision makers on everything. Okay. And when you have a star player, what we're talking about here, these are what I what I what I've termed 
these are these these are game changers. Tate, these decisions here will affect your franchise for many years. We're talking a three, four, five year window with these with the decision was just made here today. We're talking all the way up until twenty twenty seven. Yeah, and of course it happens on the GM's clock. But the GM has to he's gotta talk to the owners. They gotta talk maybe they got multiple owners. They gotta talk to their there's a lot that goes into play here. Mm-hmm. So, but when the deal got down to their, we know they're talking, everyone has a job to do. Mm-hmm. And this is how I respect how it was reported because the, it, it's a different time. It's a different way to negotiate. But you know what I love about it, though, Tate? Is they took it to the last hour. No, they, they, they did exactly the deal t- as you explained you told us on the last episode, if it were to happen, it was going to happen at the 11th hour. It was going to happen at the highest level. And and that's exactly what it, what it was. And as you said, it's because you know this and you've lived this life, so it does check out. But at the same time, the way that it, that the stuff was leaking out before, I mean, that's irresponsible. And that's why we have to give Woj the credit because Woj is handling it because he knows how to handle you have it. To, yeah, yeah you, you, it's, 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 these things get complicated because if a deal doesn't – listen – if a deal doesn't happen, as awkward as it may seem or seemed yesterday with Nash saying whatever he said, Coach It'd Nash, be a whole lot more awkward that. if it fell apart. If it fell apart at the 11th hour and then, St- and then James Harden has to figure out and come back in that locker room and they got to figure out and play for the rest of the season. Now, that would have been really, really awkward. For everybody. Okay? Yeah. So, Coach Nash did what he had to do. He's got to coach this team. And when you put the when you draw the trust circle, you be, you better figure out who's in it and who's out. Coach Nash say I'm in, and he looked around the locker room and he basically said, "Now who's with me?" Some guys might have had one foot in, some guys might have had one foot out, some guys might have dipped his toe in there and then dipped out. But he he's got to say that as the coach. Guys got to take in what they, you know, say, okay, I'm in, I'm out, or whatever. But he had to say that. So, you know, he was put in a tough situation. He still has got to coach. He still has to coach this team. And I, overall, I think the deal was done in the best way it possibly could have been done if there was going to be a deal to be had. Clearly there was. And now I'm excited to see what's going to happen moving forward. I mean, it's so it's, it's a lot going on here today. So, um you know, that's, it's a good trade, I think, for everybody. So that's the negotiating, the the all the business side of things. Let's talk about the basketball side of things because yes. Brooklyn, yes. with this trade, I think Brooklyn, we'll talk about them first. Obviously, they add Ben Simmons, so you get some size, you get a, a guy. I mean, obviously not in condition right now, so we're all talking this is all speculative on paper what you get with Ben. Um, you get a potential rim protector. You get a guy who can guard one through five, all those things. But you also get Andre Drummond, and you get Seth Curry. Seth Curry, I think, is a great guard that can take some responsibility you know when Kyrie is not there maybe the scoring and then of course Andre Drummond is a big that we've talked about that Brooklyn really needs so from that standpoint on the basketball side what do you see for Brooklyn because it does seem like Sean Marks got some good players that fit into the system with this team with KD and Kyrie well you know the one thing here but I, 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 I'm trying to remove myself as a player. Yes. Right. You, 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 but you can't ever forget. You know, it's kind of, you know, you, you hear me give the example all the time. I can't ever forget how hard it is to run 20 minutes on the treadmill. <laughs> you can't ever forget how difficult it is to win in this league, let alone win a championship. Yeah. 
It, d- it doesn't okay. happen overnight. It doesn't happen with one okay. deal. I don't want to get in the habit of just talking about on paper what somebody's going to do. That, that okay. has been the Brooklyn experience so far. Okay. And this is like a 2K video game. It is. You get these things, and then everybody says, oh, well, James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Oh, and you talk about it. They played 16 but it never materialized. games together. Yeah, it never materialized. 16 okay. games. Now, here we are again. Same space. Oh, Ben Simmons is going to play defense. <laughs> ben Simmons is going to facilitate. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's going to do. KD, K- KD's going to come. Okay. Drummond. Drummond, you know. He's going to grab 20 rebounds. It all sounds right. It all sounds good. However, Tate, somebody's got to play. And right now, I don't see a lot of people on the court. Ben Simmons hasn't played all season. Yeah. Kyrie is only playing half of the games. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's hurt. Kevin Durant is currently not playing. And let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, Drummond has been playing as a backup center. Okay. Seth Curry is a shooter, and there will always be room in this league for someone who can shoot mm-hmm. open shots and make. Seth Curry might be that. the most valuable player in this deal okay. right now, as it stands, as far now, as like impact. The most valuable player in this deal, okay. If you, if you were asking me, Tate, the most valuable player in this deal is Patty Mills, and I'm gonna tell you why. Patty Mills is the best, is the most valuable player, valuable person in this entire trade scenario is because he's Australian same as Ben Simmons he has an opportunity to mentor Ben Simmons I'm not saying Ben Simmons I don't even know their relationship he has a person that is from the same country as he is they have something in common and maybe just maybe they can get a connection. Yeah. I mean, he had that with just, Matisse, but Matisse was just, younger. Just Patty's maybe. older. Think about this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patty Mills, in my opinion, you're not going to hear this anywhere else. Patty Mills has a chance. Okay? You know, because I, I, I go around the whole world to figure out what, what's going on. Everybody is looking for the connection. When you get traded, right, that's a, you know, Daryl Morey is a connection for James Harden mm-hmm. in this trade. He's familiar. He knows him. Mm-hmm. What's the connection with Ben Simmons in this trade? Not Kevin Durant. Not Kyrie Irving. Kevin Patty Irving. Mills. Patty Mills. Mm-hmm. I see that. I think that's. I think that's a great call. I mean, okay. It, Patty and he didn't Mills, play with Australia it, this summer. Some of the boomers were upset about that, but Patty Mills is Patty the star Mills, of that team. When I when I when I went to scout. Ben Simmons, as a young player, high school, Patty Mills was on that team. Mm. Okay, so Patty Mills is what you guys refer to as the OG now, right? He could be, he could really be, he could really have a significant impact on Ben in his decision-making moving forward. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he could. Mm. I think he will be important 
Seth Curry, Patty Mills, Joe Harris obviously will be important, provided that these guys are on the same page. Okay, there's a lot of work to be done here. You're right, though. I, Patty, Patty of work. is beloved by Kevin, yeah. beloved by Kyrie, and he might be yeah, able like to bridge. There's he, a he connection might be able to bridge here. That. Yeah, he may be able to. He may. I'm not saying he will. But I there's I something there. It's not like it's completely removed. Now, the thing about Ben Simmons is that I'm not expecting much moving forward. You know, I'm hearing everybody now. Oh, he's been working out. Okay, great. I've worked out my entire life. Mm-hmm. I'm not in game shape. Yeah, game shape is totally different, <laughs> especially to especially to contend okay. for a title as they are the okay. title favorites. Yeah. yeah, I'm not in game shape. Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing replaces playing in the game. Now, long term, I think this has a chance, provided, provided, they all get on the same page and work as a cohesive unit. Together, I think they have an opportunity to win a championship in the future. Short term, I'm not buying that one, though. KD's just coming back. Kyrie's playing half the games. I think there's a, a ruling where maybe that will that mandate will be lifted in the state of New York. Mm. Maybe he may be able to play in home games. But regardless, whether he plays or he doesn't, I'm not buying into this short-term thing, just putting guys together and then saying they're going to win in the 30-game stretch. I'm not buying that one, and especially when the one guy hasn't played all year. Yeah, I'm not buying that either. And Okay, but long-term, if these guys – let's just say I'm, we got a three-year window. Let's just say it's a three-year window. They have a chance. Mm-hmm. If they're healthy, they play, they can develop some type of chemistry – I think they have a chance. I will say that. I don't know who long-term, what they're going to do with the center position. I don't know if they're going to keep Seth or Patty or, you know, Joe Harris. But if they stick together, they got a chance. Short-term, it sounds good. There's a lot of chit-chatter. We're doing it right now. We're feeding into it. But I don't think in the short-term this is the team that's going to come out of the East. But it looks good on paper. Short term, the team that's coming out of the East is the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending champions. Man, great move. Now they made mm-hmm. a great move. I, I I I don't. I mean, after what that what they did to the Lakers the other night with that message, I, I think I'm uh, I'm fully I, I fully tuned into the fact that the Milwaukee Bucks plan to repeat this season. So I've never been I've never been this fired up about acquiring a shot blocker mm-hmm. than I am right now. Okay, the blocker, Serge the way, Ibaka. W- w- yeah, w- the way they play defense, they just need a guy who can rim protect, rim protect without fouling. Mm-hmm. Serge Serge Ibaka can do that. Hopefully, Brook Lopez is back. They they are in the ball game now. They are in the ball game. I don't care if if Brooklyn is healthy. Miami has been terrific. I don't want to disrespect Miami because no one's talking about them, but we're going to say Miami is in – they're in first place. They're in first place. Kyle Lowry is back. Their team is back. They have – when I say they, Milwaukee now has two shot blockers, two able bodies, okay? 
And of course, they got my man Giannis. I was gonna say, and then they have the greatest like emergency insurance in case one of those two guys can't do it. I mean, Giannis can, and he's been doing I, 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 it all season. They, I think they just made they just they're going to be in the conference finals. Yes. Now I don't know who exactly. else is going to be I agree there, right? With that. I, F- Philadelphia, Miami. I don't know who else is going to be there. Milwaukee is going to be there. And to beat Milwaukee, you you better be able to do a couple things. You better be able to shoot that three ball because they have not arguably they're more they're more athletic than they were just a year ago. They're going to be in the conference finals. So you got Miami, you got Brooklyn, and you got Philadelphia, who all believe they got a chance. Yep. And Chicago. Milwaukee maybe is going to be there. Chicago maybe is in that conversation. Chicago, okay, if you want to put them yeah. in there. Well, one of the spots is already taken. <laughs> I agree. So short term, okay. that's, that's the situation that we're in. Let's talk about the Sixers. So on the, on the flip side of this deal, they get James Harden. They now have an MVP candidate in Joel Embiid who, uh, you know, Joel is a very funny guy, obviously. He tweeted a picture, like, uh, of, no, no, of, the, of the funeral, you know, yeah, the whole you know, meme. Yeah, I mean, you know, Troel, as he calls himself on Twitter. He's very excited, but now they have... Wait, wait, look how excited. I wish the fans could see you, how excited you are. See, He's, you get more excited No, about I just die. I mean, Joel makes me laugh. He's always made me laugh. I like big guys. Big guys are funny, you know what I mean? Um, right, right. Anyways, he, he puts that out in the world. Now we have a situation where you have two All-Stars. Uh, we talked about James Harden in the last episode. He needs to right. get conditioned before he can really make that run. But just from what we have with those two guys moving forward for Philadelphia, our, our producer Midas is very very excited. And they don't lose Matisse Tybel and they don't lose Tyrese Maxey, which I think is an underrated part of this deal because I think both those young guys love Philadelphia. Right. And I like right. that team, right. BJ. I really do. I like how they're constructed. Let's unpack this. You know, James Harden, we know what he can do on the offensive end. Yes. He's been the primary ball handler. He's been the primary offensive player. And we know that he is 30-plus when you play through him. We know that. What we also know is that that formula has yet to succeed and win a championship. Okay? So now my question is this. What's the delicate balance you're going to need to win the final game of the season? I'm not, I don't care what James did. You know, this is a this is a league of what have you done for me lately? Mm. What have you done for me lately? Okay. James is without question in this era one of the greatest offensive players in this generation. His numbers speak for itself. If I give James the ball 50 times, the man is going to score 30 points. I know that. You know that. And everyone knows that. But the question remains, can you win the final game of the season like that? If you're asking me, the answer is no. So that means, is James ready to do what's necessary to become a champion? And that that involves... Two things, effort and energy. He's currently now out with a hamstring injury, and I'm going to take his word for it. <laughs> I think I, I think but when that's you a great win, way to put it. But when, yeah, but when you win, when you win and you're committed to winning, that means you can't just give me effort and energy. You have to give me multiple efforts and multiple 
energetic try after try after try again on both sides of the ball. That remains to be seen with James Harden. But let me tell you something. Doc Rivers has won a championship, and Doc Rivers is a defensive coach. Joel Embiid could be the defensive player of the year if he put his mind and focus to it. And this is going to be a new experience for James Harden because the James Harden that was playing the analytic basketball there in Houston, it didn't work. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. <laughs> You've heard me say, but it doesn't I, work. I think the good news, at least in my opinion, the good news is that Daryl Morey, I, I, I believe, and this is all conjecture, but I do believe that he and James Harden may have learned the lesson that it doesn't work, right? So now maybe this time. That's the remains to be seen. Yes, that's the remains to be seen. But at least they've tried and failed as opposed to we haven't tried. Okay, let me tell you something. Mike D'Antoni in the Phoenix Suns. They had a brand of basketball. Seven seconds or less, Suns. It was fun. Yep. It was exciting. Mm -hmm. Steve Nash was running around doing his thing. (laughs) Everybody. Hoops to Stoudemire and Sean Marion. And it was great. Great squad. Okay. They, you know. It could be. They were one call away. You know, the the thing with, I think it was with uh, Robert Ory mm-hmm. and Steve Nash, they got they got tangled up on the sideline. Whatever the case may have been, it didn't happen. Houston Rockets, they, they play that way. They play that style. It didn't happen. Now, what we know works is defense. We know that works. We 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 the Golden State Warriors take they are a defensive minded team. The Phoenix Suns this year, they are a defensive minded team. Yep. You just saw Milwaukee make a move that was defensive minded. Miami Heat. This is no secret tape. I know it's not the the fun thing to talk about. Well, it's all, it's also it's, the problem with the Lakers. Everyone's like, why are the Lakers bad? They Lakers, don't play defense. Because they can't defend. <laughs> yes. Like you said, okay. second and third efforts. We're not saying they can't we, primarily we can, defend, but the second and third can, efforts. We can take our audience down this fun road and try to get clicks and da-da-da. But when it's all said and done here, you and I said in November, James Harden Simmons, you and I said – you know what? If you're going to win a championship, you got to play defense. These things never change. It may not be the most exciting thing to say, but that's the truth. That's the truth. We're sitting here talking about Ben Simmons in now Brooklyn and in James Harden now in Philadelphia. But the team that just made the biggest, most significant move is the Milwaukee Bucks. Because mm-hmm. I can guarantee you Miami is going, oh, man. Yeah, they hate that they did that. Because Serge Ibaka has the athletic ability to match up with Bam. That's a fact. No, he. I mean, that's a, he, he's almost that's like a fact. He, he's like built exactly like Bam, to be quite honest. That's a fact. Yeah. Serge Ibaka has got six fouls. I'm not saying he can stop. He can't stop JoJo. But he's a man down there. 
And and the the significant move that was made in the offseason was PJ Tucker to Miami from Milwaukee, right? So this is like a, a chess move on the other is, side of that. This is give Milwaukee credit for their patience. Give them credit. And they've tried okay. out different guys. I mean, I liked when Boogie was there. They've been trying and, to find and, and that big. This is in Phoenix. What did they do? They went address their defensive presence with, you know, Bismack. They. Everyone that's trying to win the thing is on the defensive end, and all of the fluff in the conversation is on the offensive end. You know what Golden State is concerned about right now? Their defense, especially in the post. I mean, they, they got to get some bigs back. Steve, Steve Kerr said he said we're small. I mean, we look small. <laughs> yeah. we, Did you see that? I died. I said BJ's gonna love that because the the inventors of small ball are like small we're ball. too small. Well, exactly. Mm -hmm. This is so I get. I get why. Other thing, it's fun. It's like playing the game. It's fun to score. <laughs> it's hard to play defense. I don't want to talk about defense, but everyone who's trying to win, they're on the other side of the ball. Yeah, and no one's talking about it. But we're covering. Oh, screen roll. We're covering. This guy's going to be passing this guy. Oh, this guy's got shooting. Oh, this is, no one can stop these guys and. They're the greatest offensive. Meanwhile, all the teams that are trying to to win it are, are trying to figure out how to stop. But the other yeah. teams are like, okay, that's, that sounds good, but I'm going to block a shot and I'm going to try to get a stop <laughs> because you know, because they that's what wins. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Milwaukee's going to be there in the East now. Yeah, they're going to be there in the East, and you better have enough big bodies to beat them. Not just any bodies. You better have enough big bodies. Because that's what's going to win in the end. Mm. So, Which is why, I, I mean, to, to flip it back on Philadelphia, which is why I really like where they are. Not to say that, you know, it's going to be this year that they end up doing it. But when I look at the five guys that are going to be on the floor and I look at Joel Embiid, I mean, that is the best. I mean, he or Jokic, you know, you 1A, 1B, that's the best big in basketball. And as the game is recentering itself back to the big man, it's got to be a nice spot that you have a seven foot three guy who has moves like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? I mean, he is unique and talented and special. Who's, who's Joel and B? Yeah, I mean, oh, th yeah. Th that's why I think Philadelphia to me is still going to be maybe not this year they win the title, but they're going to continue to be in that conversation as long as Joel and B continues to play at this level because he is unstoppable. Now, okay, so let, let, let's 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 talk about one other thing that we haven't heard today. What does this mean? Ben Simmons is what, 25? What, 25, I think. Yeah. Okay, 24, 25. He's got, what, three years left on his deal. So this puts long-term Brooklyn in a really nice position. James Harden is what, 30, Two. what, 32, 33? Now you have to start asking yourself, what's the commitment now we're going to make to a 32, 33-year-old? Three years. Okay. Three-year window. I think everything should work in three-year windows. But now, what if he wants four years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, we're, now we're negotiating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, goes, it, goes from all, it goes from the excitement to negotiating. You understand. See, oh, these are the things you're not going to – you understand. Because now – you don't really have a choice, Philly. This has to work. You've given up. 
See, when you do a deal, when I watch a deal, I go, who really wanted this deal? This is why I have to give both sides credit because both sides were trying to come to the table with the most leverage. Suddenly, first, Philly, it was reported, Philly wanted all of these draft picks. And in the end, it was Philly who gave away the draft picks. Yeah, yeah. So which lets me know they were the ones – who had the ball? That had the least bit. amount of who had the least amount of leverage in the deal because Ben Simmons doesn't play basketball or hasn't been playing basketball at some level that that comes into the conversation, right? I mean, if you're Brooklyn, you're like, I can't. This isn't the number one pick that I'm taking. I'm taking a guy who hadn't played. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? In the end, the deal will be determined what happens on the floor. Yes, but on paper, you can see who really wanted the deal. This is why I have to give Brooklyn credit. Because Brooklyn was put in a very difficult situation. Mm. But out of this difficult situation, they came away with Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. It's not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. Now, if if James Harden goes there and averages 30 at night, no one's going to remember because they weren't going to use those first-round picks anyway. Mm -hmm. If they go and win a championship, it's the 30th they're pick. not going to yeah, win. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't matter. I'm sure they weren't going to use them anyway. However, you can see initially that it was Philly who really wanted to do the deal. This is, this is a great trade. Hopefully, take we, you know we we can take our listeners a little bit behind the scenes and they can see it. I think Philly should be Philly should be happy about what happened. Yeah. Why? Okay. Why? I'm gonna say this. I think Philly should be happy because you're you're getting a, a, a bona fide player. I mean, James Harden is. I mean, he's 25 plus. I think he will get back to 25 plus. Doc Rivers is an excellent coach. Doc Rivers was going to put him in a place to succeed. Now it's just a matter of getting his conditioning to match how they're going to play and give him the effort and the energy necessary. If he can do that, James Harden, no doubt in my mind, will put up the numbers. Okay. Mm -hmm. However, I do think they are—they don't have the depth this year to win. I don't think they have the depth, right? Because you need depth, right? You know, JoJo's going to play 35-plus minutes, 40 minutes-plus in the playoffs, but you need – that second unit, players. you need some wings. You need yeah, a second. Yeah. yeah, you need some wings. You need, especially with JoJo, you need a stretch for like a Kelly Olenek. You need those type of players yeah. that can come in, get you 12 points that you didn't expect. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You you need those type of players. Like a Bobby Portis type player. Yes, yes. You need the, you, you, you got to have those guys. You got to have the depth. And let's not forget Maxi, who's playing great, but he's a young player. I love that Maxi didn't get dealt, though. I mean, I think you you couldn't deal him. You why couldn't you deal him? Is because he has found the delicate balance of playing with the big. It's it's hard for guards to play with the big. Why? Because you can't drive to the basket because the big is always there. But he's found the way to play with pace. He's found a way that floater to keep he, JoJo he happy. A, he can, and he's yeah. found it. And then every guard knows that. Every guard will tell you. Okay. This is why watching John ja Morant is so fun because he doesn't have to worry about ever throwing the ball to Steven Adams. 
You see, it's a difference. Steph Curry doesn't have to worry about throwing the ball to Looney. To Looney. Mm-hmm. It's like a freedom but to if, it. Yes, absolutely. But if you're playing with the Keem, you're playing with Shaq. If you're not throwing him like, the ball, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, see, yeah. So, again, Maxi, as a young player, has found the balance. He's got the secret, whatever it, the secret is. I've played with both. You know, I didn't have to worry about throwing the ball on some teams, but some teams I was like, ah, I, got, I got to take care of the big fella because the big fella don't get it. He ain't going to step out on the screen. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to rebound. <laughs> he, he ain't going to want to get emotional. I, well, I say, yeah. yeah, he's like, no, nah, man, I ain't setting no screen for you. <laughs> I'm going to slip the screen. Yeah. You know, like, come on. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you understand this. Yep. So, but I, I, I like with Maxi. So I think that was a deal. I do think it was hard for – I was thinking of this, and I told this to my wife. I said, God, I, I wouldn't want to be Doc Rivers today. She's like, why? Like, yeah, son-in-law. What, 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 what? Yeah. I, he had to tell his son-in-law. He's traded. I know. She was like, oh. She was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, ooh. I was like, I was like, man, I don't know if I could tell my daughter that. Like, you know what I mean? But you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. So, But I, I think overall, it's business. You got to do what you got to do. I'm excited to see if it works. But more importantly, hopefully, you and I in a week or two, we could be talking about watching these guys play the game on the court. Yeah, yeah. On the court. Now, I want to say this, and this last thing I want to say. I can't wait for the Brooklyn Nets. Midas, as I'm talking, could you look this up? I can't wait when the Brooklyn Nets come to March 10th. That's when it's happening. March 10th, we need to be in the building. (laughs) You think Ben's playing? No way. I just no way. I want to have a deep appreciation for the Philadelphia fan base because I bet you that game right now is sold out. Yes, for sure. And if you got tickets, the resale value on that ticket I mean, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Let alone, can you imagine if these guys meet in the playoffs? Oh my god. You talking about storylines. Whew. That's personal. I mean, it's a lot of that would be great. That's an entanglement waiting to happen. Oh, oh, I like that word. I like that word. (laughs) I like that word. I think that would be. I think that would be awesome. I think it would be great for the game, and more importantly, it'd be great. It'd be great for Philly. Yeah, it'd be great for the Philly. It'd be great for sport. I mean, just the the thought of that. You know what? Can you imagine the energy when he walks? In the building. Can you imagine energy every time he touches the ball? It kind of reminds me. Remember when LeBron first went back to Cleveland, you know, and, and they, every time he touched this the ball. This is Philly. No, that's Cleveland. This is <laughs> yeah, Philly, baby. I mean. No, Cleveland this was is even, Philly. It was even harsh and booing and everything. But, like, these are Philly fans that lit. Like, even when you miss a free throw, they'll boo you at the gym. Man, this is Philly. <laughs> no, nah, this ain't. Nah, nah, nah. Cleveland, uh, yeah, that's Cleveland. That's no disrespect. Yeah. This is yeah, Philly. This is going to be wild. Oh man, this is, Midas this is gonna is be gonna booing be from his living room. They're gonna hear it in Philly. Man, man, I, I can't imagine the energy. Yeah, that that that, that building is gonna have on the first time he's back. So, great job. Yeah, I mean, a lot of calls. Let me make sure. Yeah, you're probably getting blown up. You probably got deal. Oh, you probably got deals yeah. that had to get done that you missed out on. Oh, yeah, we're, we're 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 done now with the trade deadline. Yeah, so. But yeah, congratulations. So I, I mean, yeah. there were some other good deals out there. I'll run through them before yeah. we get out of here. I mean, okay, Chris yeah. Porzingis gets traded 
to the Washington Wizards. I don't even know if you saw this, BJ. This I didn't see. Oh, wow. This happened while we were on the air. Chris Stops got traded for Spencer Dinwiddie, who's been on the program before, uh, Davis Bertans, and then uh, the Mavericks also sent the Wizards a second-round pick. So Chris Stops Porzingis is a wizard. So that was a big deal. That was the, the latest Woj bomb before the trade deadline. Uh, Montrez Harrell gets traded to my Hornets. He goes home to North Carolina. I know my guy Mitch Kupchak has been trying to trade for him. Montrez Harrell goes to the Hornets. Goes to the Hornets. Uh, that's a good pickup for them. That's a good. That's a really good. I pick, like that. That's a good pickup for yeah. them. That's a good pickup. Kupchak has been trying to trade for Montrez for at least four years. So I'm I'm happy that it finally worked out uh, that he ends up on the on the Hornets. So that's good to see. Um, yeah, I mean, those those are some of the late, latest big additions. Schroeder got traded, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis Schroeder gets traded. So um, okay. a lot of late late deadline moves that were a little uh, head-scratching in, in some ways, but also interesting in other ways. So, um, yeah, there you have it, BJ. I mean, this has been a nice trade deadline. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of things wow, happening today. Wow, Woj and Shams wow. are busy. The Mavericks. That's interesting. I don't. I, I don't really see the return there, but I mean, I guess. You know, you know what's interesting. You know what I find interesting about that trade. You know what I find interesting about that is. You know, it. it, it we got two minutes. We got two. We minutes got two here. minutes. Yeah. Okay. When you find something that works, I'm. I'm gonna talk to every player in the league. When you find something that works, stick with it. Porzingis was the darling of New York City. And I don't know what happened there, but the grass is not always greener on the other side. Mm. And this is a lesson to be learned, you know? Don't let your curiosity get the best of you. He was the darling of New York City. And then suddenly now, he gets traded. Okay, he gets traded. Maybe it didn't work out. Sometimes it does. Sometimes... There's a trend that we're starting to see, Tate. When these guys get traded because they want out, it never works. Yeah. Ben Simmons. I mean, that might be a – I mean, that could be the other side of this. We don't know. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all these guys – I remember, like, Dwight Howard. Remember when he wanted out? And then, you know – you know, On down the line. There's been so many it, guys that – Just want to – it never works. Yeah, Kyrie wanting out of Cleveland. Wanting out of Cleveland. Yeah. It never works. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't. Okay. It's, it's always the next say, well, team. LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. There's always exceptions. I'm not saying every, but 90% of these things never work. Mm -hmm. And now to see Porzingis get traded. It's just like. And they had to give up a pick just to trade him. I mean, that that's the other part. I mean, you know, yeah, you so, get you know, traded for a good package. So, you know, you're, 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 you're just, but that's interesting. Um, but, you know, that's the way this business is, you know. Um, yeah, what what can you do? So, but I and, and I want to say this, and then wherever you want to go after this, the Spencer Dinwiddie thing is interesting because that lets me know that they don't think they may be able to sign the Brunson kid back. I, that that's the only takeaway I took from that trade is that they think Brunson's too expensive uh, in, in free agency, which I think he has yeah, made yeah. himself um, a lot of money this season. He's been great. I, it gives them the protection that they're looking for. That's that's the thing that you know, that was my initial reaction. Like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So that lets me know that he probably will be on the move 
in free agency. Yeah, I see that. And then one last thing I wanted to bring up before we get out of here is just uh, the C.J. McCollum to the Pelicans trade. You know, shout out to C.J. and mm -hmm. Dame. I mean, these are two, right. uh, you know, small school guys that came into the league with a lot of question marks, and they made uh, an impact together. And I like C.J. McCollum being down there in New Orleans with hopefully, uh, you know, we talked about Patty Mills mentoring uh, ben Simmons, I like the idea of C.J. McCollum, who's the you know NBA PA president right now, being down there with Zion. So hopefully, you know he can get the, him back um, into the swing of things and back on the court. So uh, that's my final note. I think that's all we have for the trade deadline. B.J., anything else before we get out of here? Man, this is great. I love it. Hey, everyone, have a great, great rest of your week. Yeah. And take a deep, take water, a deep take, breath. You know what I mean? Yeah, and when yeah, <laughs> take and, a break. I'm going to take a deep breath. This I'm 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 finally happy. This trade deadline is over. Mm -hmm. My phone is ringing right yeah, now. Go pick up the phone. I got to take this call. Winning water, my friend. What do you do? You got to make waves. This has been pushing through, and we will see you next week. Thanks.